0: Greetings, beloved. This is Lily and welcome to the La Diosa podcast. <music> Greetings and welcome to La Dios Dorada podcast with me, Lily Beadle. Today I am so excited and so honoured to have this very special guest. Um, he is a storyteller, he's a narrative life coach, he's a researcher, he's a drummer, he's he's a <laughs> saxophone player, he's a bit of everything but most of all he's just an amazing all-round human being and uh. Uh, active figure in the community, a great leader, and just an amazing person I've had a pleasure of meeting and really had an impact on my journey. So it's without further ado that I introduce Mr. Eli Anderson. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome, (laughs) Eli. Thank you for joining me today.
1: What an introduction. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Good stuff. Thank you, it's so
0: great to have you here, I'm so excited, I Mm -hmm. just knew I had to have you and talk about all the things that you're into, people need to hear what you're up to, and yes. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your work, how would you describe your work, I've kind of touched on it, but what would you describe, how would you describe what you do? And kind of what led you okay. to this interesting taste. Okay,
1: place. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my work. Okay, so my work kind of really is about helping people to reconnect and rediscover their stories, mm-hmm. and really how that that kind of translates into all sorts of things. So, at the moment, I'm doing a European project around uh, how storytelling can um, help humanise healthcare mm-hmm. education and, uh, and I'll be doing something around translating a story so that young people with severe learning difficulties and staff can learn together and at the same time the staff nurses uh, get a sense of what it means to be uh, caring uh, mm. more than just seeing the, the person actually trying to Hear that person's story. Mm. Um, so that's kind of on one side, and then on the other side, really, one of the things that I'm doing is helping people with who are long-term unemployed. Okay. Um, so that's it, and then I'm, I'm continually writing um, lots and lots of different bits and pieces, and I forgot doing to say some poets as well. I poets,
0: poet, as well. yes,
1: of course. I forgot that. I, yeah, God, that was, so many. That, yeah. So many <laughs> yeah so yeah absolutely yeah poet and i'm kind of writing something at the moment so wow. um and just draft drafted a kind of poetry and storytelling book that should be out in september and a wow. a, a much more thicker volume around around some theories that i have been working on that's going to be out next year so trying to do all the things at the moment. but that's you know it's it's what i'm doing is what i was I was to um, born to do. And uh, I guess in terms of your second part of that question, how do I get to this point? Well, very, very quickly. I mean, effectively I was doing lots of things in this, in this country, with my family, trying to find their, their backgrounds. And, um, it eventually led me to Ghana and in Ghana, I went to a place called Elmina Castle on Cape Coast and, uh, I was taken around the place and I really said, you know, I know most of this stuff because I'd read quite a number of books in the UK. And um, when he took me around again, I really became quite distraught because of what he, he, was, he knew from his grandparents and his mother, mm-hmm. um, who, who were there and that stories that they're not writing down anywhere. And that was really quite painful. And it was there that I was in this place of no return. It's called the Door of No Return. And it's this kind quite a hard place, you know, very wet, wet and cold, hewn out of rock. And I just started crying and a little bird, multicolored bird, flew in, perched, and didn't stop didn't stop singing until I until I stopped crying. And wow. then wow. and then when I came back to the UK um it took maybe three to four months before you know i left the job because i knew i liked what i was doing but i knew that what i had to do was as a consequence of coming back from ghana Hmm. so you know what are we talking about 11 years no 19 years later wow
0: did you ever
1: imagine it would lead you to this place, doing exactly what no, you're doing? N- not at all. No way. I, you know, I knew that I had to do something. And I remember teaching my first you know, three-session storytelling course in stains, in a oh, in the back of a yeah, in the back in the back of a pub. That uh, when I, because I said oh, I need to teach what I think I know, and mm-hmm. uh, someone showed me this person in, in stains. Oh, I went over there and this guy said, yeah, you've got, I'll give you the back of this pub. I really like what you're thinking you're going to do. Wow. And that's where I started. Wow. Um, yeah, that's where I started all that time ago. I think the whole course cost about £10. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I was worried about charging people that as well.
0: <laughs> it just shows you what you're here to do. You are here to do. You are yes you can learn things and develop your skills but you're just born we're all born with these innate gifts and
1: absolutely. abilities
0: and this purpose and we actually we worry if we're qualified and if we can charge and really we're overqualified. we were born for it so <laughs> wow that's so beautiful absolutely
1: absolutely yeah so that's my kind of um that's my kind of path I think yeah, wow. yeah I haven't spoken about the other bit
0: before so that was nice oh that's amazing thank you for sharing that and um it's my pleasure (laughs) in terms of your work and what you're doing you're doing so many different things helping different people all different ages all different backgrounds all different stories um what has been your main inspiration and motivation for helping people in the way that you do so uniquely and so authentically is there some? Is there a goal? Is there a, a, a main goal that is kind of an underlying inspiration?
1: You know, that's a really good question. It's a really good question. What's underlying? I think. I think that what's underlying this is the, again, at the top of the conversation it was, that reconnection and rediscovery of self, and story, mm-hmm. and I think. The goal, if that is a goal, is that. That Mm. I kind of firmly believe that everybody has that story and has a gift Mm. and has a whole range of things that sometimes the story that they're living in um, isn't working for them. Mm. Um, Mm. It isn't working for them. And so I think that that's what's driving me. Mm. That's what's driving me more than anything else Um, everyone has a
0: story waiting to be unlocked i guess
1: oh yeah absolutely absolutely everyone has their story um and and i think my only role is to try and help people get access to it
0: Mm. Mm. wow what a beautiful job what a beautiful Um, calling to have to help people unlock their stories we all you know going around most of us completely oblivious and unaware that we have a story let alone a story that is worth sharing or that could change someone's life or you know what I mean we're so Mm. unaware of our own greatness and our own the, the power of our own stories which is such a shame we're only really when we look at humans we're only really living in a small, a very, very small part of our potential. And even in terms of cognitively, we're only, you know, functioning at they say something like ten percent of our full potential. And it's just like wow to unlock to be able to unlock your story and realize you have something valuable to share, you have something that could change the world.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean I think one of the things is when, when I was working in hospitals and obviously during this time it's not possible but working in hospitals, they're, they're so, it's dramatic when people find their stories. I mean, it, it's dramatic anyway. But mm-hmm. when you have somebody who is, um, has, has had a stroke mm-hmm. and you can say to them, actually, your story matters, mm-hmm. just because you're ill or you can't move a hand mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're any less of a man or any less of a woman. Mm. and um, people are just reduced to tears because wow. of that realisation that actually just because I've had a stroke or an amputation mm. or mm. something's happened to me mm. um, so, it doesn't make me less, less in a, a
0: person.
1: it's very personal very powerful mm. so I think if that was it, that, I think that would be the healing when mm. people reconnect with who they are they get a sense of what they're here to do in the world—that's uh, mm. a kind of healing space.
0: Yeah, it's life-changing, isn't it? It really is. To—I think it's that process of when you wake up to your story, you're waking up to yourself, and like you said, you're waking up to your purpose. You're not just—you mm. know—you're not just Lily or Eli just going about your mundane life. You've got mm. something bigger, something greater than you, kind of mm-hmm. working through you, working. Yeah, in your mm. life. And it just, it puts things into a much greater perspective and it gives you kind of this outside view of, wow, okay, this all plays a part of the whole and we're all connected mm-hmm. in the whole. So, it's mm. is outside?
1: Well, but that was, that's a really beautiful way of, of articulating it, actually, really. really beautiful way of articulating it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I, I guess the thing is that you become part of, of humanity, or actually part of, you become part, if, if you think about it, there is an energy that all things connect, that it's all connected.
0: Oh, yes. We are all and,
1: one. Um, right? Absolutely, we're all one. And I guess that when you wake up to your story, you get a sense that you are part of this fabric, mm-hmm. this huge energy, energetic fabric, mm-hmm. but also you have a role within that fabric. Mm. Uh, and I guess that is the most, once you, you say, I can, this is part of who I am. <laughs> mm. I mean, that's, yeah, 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 that's beautiful.
0: You can't put a price on that. You can't, I think it's hard to even describe it because it's so life changing. And what I've been realizing lately is, you know, if we are all one and we are all connected, you know, I am you, you are me. I'm also the planet. I am the world, I am consciousness. I am. It's this mm. I am, and it's whatever is going on with me. It does matter because mm. it's really it's going on not just to me, but the world. It's we're really all in this kind of cosmic collective body of consciousness, and you know, just like in a human body, you know, the the feet doesn't think, oh, I'm the feet. I'm, I'm not you know, good. I'm not valuable. We need the feet Mm. to stand. It might not be the prettiest part of us, but we need them to stand. (laughs) And, Mm. you know, in terms of our, you know, we need our head, we need our brain, we need our heart, but we need it all. It's all valuable, even down to the tiniest cell or white blood cell or, Mm. you know, Mm. which is tiny, but it's still valuable. So I think it's really, yeah, when you wake up to that, you're waking up to your, your, your life, your purpose, your power, but also, your part to play in humanity and it just shows when you don't give up or don't give up on yourself and you keep fighting for yourself you're actually fighting for the world you're fighting for the collective Mm.
1: you're fighting Mm. for the generations
0: to come you're fighting for the generations that have been it it just puts Mm. your whole journey into a much deeper richer context which i think everyone Mm. should have the the pleasure and the, the, the space and support to experience that. Because when people experience mm. that, as, you've, as I'm sure you've witnessed, their life changes mm. forever. Oh,
1: absolutely. It, I'm sure there is no going time back. Time
0: and time again. Yeah, mm. There
1: is no going back. It's, mm. uh, yeah, it, 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 when it happens, it's like a fire. You just mm. stand back and look <laughs> at it and say, wow. Yeah, wow it's great um, yeah wow it must be You're so good at this <laughs> <laughs> thank you I'm trying i new to this
0: but um it must oh. be such a um such a beautiful job to have such a yeah such an amazing role to be able to just watch people you have a first row seat in people's metamorphosis and just watching them become this butterfly in a way is is what i'm picturing it as
1: it's almost like
0: you know as a doula you're seeing someone go through that amazing life-changing transformation you're watching their body go you're watching them as they and they give birth and then you know their baby and they're a different person and they're reborn and it's just kind of like you're you know, a a, a doula in another way, I guess. You're watching, helping people, you know, connect to themselves so that they find their inner power to become who they were always meant to be. And that's just what a beautiful, beautiful um, role you have.
1: I hadn't thought of it like that. I mean, in a way... (laughs) I seem
0: to put everything into doula analogies recently. Yeah, but it's great. I wonder, I
1: wonder, based on that kind of description whether people who find their purpose mm. are healers, mm. you know, they become, they become, they heal whatever part of mm. the fabric they're supposed to be in. And I guess maybe there is definitely a, a way of understanding all healers mm. once they find their purpose. Mm. I, to, I went to um, a lecture from someone who was in Peru, and he was talking about what it was to be a, you know, a sage and a holy man for his village. Mm. And there were so many things that he was saying that I just thought, this is what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and that, was, that was really weird. And so uh, <laughs> after the lecture, I went to him and I said, look, these are the things I'm doing. Blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, that's me. Uh, uh. You know, we're completely different places. Different He's worlds. talking about Arahuasca and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> and, um, you know, and, and the way the West is dealing with it, which is mm-hmm. not completely different. But mm-hmm. he, you know, he just said to me, yeah, these are, these are the things that we're doing. We have to keep communicating and supporting each other. And so wow. we kind of, I guess, I guess, from your kind of thinking, from your kind of articulation, we need to be talking to other healers. Mm. who are going to be different you know maybe a gardener Mm. you know Mm. someone who does that you know a dancer Mm -hmm. so they're all healers in some Mm. way shape or form if Mm -hmm. what they're doing is trying to help that person tell their story Mm. I guess I've not seen that before but I guess yeah there was a their lama was right you know we need more of these people Mm. wow Mm.
0: yeah and what magic happens when these people can talk, I guess it it brings it all together, and I guess what it does show, yes, on one it's about balance because on one side, everyone's story is so unique and so specific and so special to them, but at the same time, if we look at the if we look at the patterns our stories are actually all quite similar we just like you know our roles they're they're different but they are similar in the same way because there's these certain rites of passage that we go through and there's this, these certain archetypes that we embody through life and we're just repeat everything's in cycles so we're just repeating the same cycles just mm-hmm. in different costumes and mm-hmm. different ways um but everything mm-hmm. is really in cycles so you know, someone's story, you'll see them like the hero's journey or the fool's journey in in terms of tarot that, you know, I'm studying at the moment, you'll see everyone's just going through that journey, but in their own way. And once you've got a knowledge of that, it's like, wow, everyone's really just, you know, experiencing their own, their own expression of the story, which is so um, beautiful. And I guess that brings me perfectly to my next question, which is um, through your you know extensive experience working with many different people whilst they evaluate their life and their story what are the su- what's what are some of the similarities and kind of basic com- components that you've noticed in each story if you had to sit down and kind of think about it or or the missing mm. components that you notice that or the you know the vital things which change their stories in each of them
1: great question uh, i think the similarities is that people want their story to be valued? Mm. I think that's one thing. Mm. So you value someone. I think the other thing is that I guess they want to belong to something bigger than themselves, mm. you know, because certainly within parts of this world there is this thinking that actually you need to do this you need to do that you Mm -hmm. you can do it without anybody else Mm -hmm. that's that individualism Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. really makes people very lonely actually it it looks good yeah it's isolating it looks good when you see it on a film you know this person has battled and they've you know they've gone up to to the top of Mount Everest or Mount Kilimanjaro and everybody's going way that's fantastic but really you know, to get them there was hundreds of people.
0: Mm, the whole you know. team was behind them, you
1: know. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what people, in a way, you get this, um, you know, even in me, people are saying, wow, you're doing all this, you're doing all that. I've had a life and it wasn't just me. Mm, there no. were ancestors and all these other yes. people. And whilst I might say thank you, I'm acutely aware that yeah. I am standing on someone's shoulders yeah. Um, wow. And I think that the, the, wow. the, the things that are missing in that is that recognition of. I think it, that, that there's, there's that dichotomy. There's this cultural thing that says, you must achieve for yourself. Mm. Whereas. Which what I think people, is quite
0: a Western.
1: It's very mind A
0: colonised mindset that we've kind of all adapted, which is not working Absolutely.
1: for anyone, <laughs> No, <laughs> so I'm being honest. Uh, it's not Absolutely, it's not working <laughs> for anybody. And actually younger people work, find that out intuitively right mm. early on, you know, mm. not wanting to do that. I don't like college, why are you telling me this? All that sort of mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And they kind of find out early on mm. and the, the, the world doesn't like that really. Yeah. Um, you're finding out the structure too early. They have different ways of challenging yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's that what is missing is people feeling that they don't belong. They don't, they don't have, uh, they don't actually have a purpose. Mm. They don't feel they have a purpose. Mm. You know, I worked with someone one time and his, he plays guitar, he played guitar, but the hand that actually was supposed to create the chords was the hand that got impacted on by the stroke. Okay. And uh, for him, his life was over. Mm. And, uh, and he wasn't a man anymore. Mm. And during the conversations that I had with him, it was about recognizing that his wife didn't marry him because he could play guitar. Mm. He might marry him because of who he was mm. and his, his expertise and his energy, wasn't as a result of of the hand it was a result of everything else mm-hmm. and he had his eyes and his tongue and everything else and mm-hmm. that was a really powerful thing for him Wow, um, very powerful thing. so yeah i think those are the in answer to your question those are some of the connections and then people in terms of missing miss that collective understanding of why they're here and how they're mm-hmm. being supported through their through their, through their life you know?
0: And do you when you're working with people i mean obviously everyone's really different but do you kind of i guess do you know the the journey that's going to unfold for the i guess you don't know the ins and outs but having kind of seen it the process so many different times obviously that will look different and manifest differently for Mm. everyone but is it a case of like when you meet with people you're like okay they're here mentally in your head okay they're here they're gonna be this is Mm. the next bit and then they get to do you do you, do you have that now in your head or do you are you, are you oh, just
1: surprised all the time? I wish I'd had that in my head. Oh. I really do. I thought I you have might no have just idea. kind of figured out
0: the story, but like how the story goes now. It's like, okay, now they're having the breakdown. Okay, next the next time they're gonna be oh no. Okay.
1: I think I think what I think what's interesting is that there's always there's always a bit where um, people want you to tell them where they're going right? Okay. Uh, and what to do and why they should do it. And you're the mm-hmm. expert. And I'm, I kind of say, I'm not the expert on you, yeah, to, I'm, like. I'm, I'm not the expert on you. Yeah. However, all I'm going to do is I'm going to help you unravel your story. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. Yeah. And, um, and I might ask you to do things that for you, might seem absolutely totally easy but actually what it does is it allows you to reflect on mm-hmm. on what you're doing and maybe you know maybe there's 10 sessions i work with someone
0: mm-hmm. and
1: on the sixth session they kind of say i've got it mm-hmm. and i say, well that's fine that's the end do of see, our relationship do
0: you see the click do you see that yeah see the, the click, click
1: happen yeah yeah that energy wow. where where it's like I really, I really like what I'm doing. I really, I never thought about it, and this has changed. And, and I've done this somewhere else, and I've also I've got this gig that's coming up, and I'm saying that's great, that's brilliant. And
0: you must sit back and go, oh wow, it's so like yeah. just to see that. I'm just yeah. picturing it. Yeah, and I'm also actually, remembering how how you know you held that space for me. I think we worked together for it was quite a long time maybe yes. it was over a year or so wasn't over it? a year
1: yeah, yeah yeah, a
0: year and a half or so I can't yeah. believe that but just how it happened and obviously with the pandemic and stuff it yeah. it got quite yeah. spread out but
1: yeah
0: just thinking of where I was when I first met you and I met you at an event which mm. you were co-facilitating and from that day I just remember from when that day and from when the last you know ever session we had I'm just thinking wow like how I was a different person by the end of it just and that it was yeah. really really beautiful to have those sessions maybe once a month every few months or so to sit in yeah. and kind of check in because I think when it's happening to you or you're experiencing it you forget to kind of sit and go whoa I've grown because <laughs> you're just doing it, <laughs> you're doing it you know it's like you've almost run a marathon but you're like you just feel like you're on yeah. a treadmill but you've actually you've run yeah. a whole however many miles let's stop and That's celebrate right. it a bit and I think you're so great at doing that I mean like wow and you really like take a minute you like, do you see
1: what you just did there and you're like oh okay i have done quite well
0: haven't i <laughs> it's really yeah, nice it's, to
1: someone like that yeah it's really nice it's really nice to mm-hmm. see someone who i think i guess part of that is about just trusting yourself you know mm-hmm. trusting that you can do this um mm-hmm. it seems so big at the beginning but you just trust yourself and say yeah once you've gone quite a Quite, much, quite a bit of the way, it's then kind of saying, well, that's it now, you've got everything you need, mm-hmm. you know, got everything you need, you don't need me any anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. We're at a
1: different place now, mm-hmm. we're at a different place. And I, 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 for every person that I have the, the privilege of being involved in that way, um, I guess over the last... Fifteen years, 20 years I've been doing this, uh, there's probably been one person who I've not, I, I'm not still in contact with.
0: Wow. So you're yeah. still kind we, of looking, ended... watching these stories unfold.
1: Yeah, absolutely. People are, you know, I, I, every so often in, in WhatsApp, you'll see um, a broadcast and it's wow, really? That's fantastic. Wow. And I kind of said something, you know, oh. uh, so, every so often somebody will will say something. Uh, I think that's when you're involved at that level, and you see someone grow and develop and become mm. something that you can even imagine. Mm. Um, that's a real privilege. Wow. That's a real privilege. Mm. Wow. Real privilege.
0: <laughs> um, I'm just like, wow, I just love what you did. I'm just like, wow, this is what an amazing, what an amazing role. Um, so, We've touched on briefly how, well obviously you're involved, you use basically stories and you know narrative coaching in your, in your life coaching, um,
1: yeah.
0: um, but you're also actually a storyteller in terms of telling stories and I've seen you tell stories um, and last summer we, we were at the, the Argue, um Storytelling Festival together and mm-hmm. there were lots of storytellers there Kind of, you know, um, trying to keep this tradition alive. So, for those that are listening now thinking, storytelling, is it like bedtime stories? What's storytelling? Could you just touch on what storytelling is, why it is important, why do we need to maintain it? And um, I know you've been talking about recently de if I'm saying it right. Yeah. And if you could just kind of tell us a bit about that and why it's so important for us, Um, you know, especially as Black people. Yeah.
1: Mm. A couple of things, really. Story is the kind of basis for how we interact mm. with life. It, it 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 permeates. It weaves itself into every single relationship, thought, belief. And if you think about it, the how we 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 are born storytellers. Mm. The story is woven into our genetics, mm. and story as we live our lives we are creating story Mm -hmm. Uh, and and everything else is part of that or not part of it Mm -hmm. and so it's so fundamental to us as human beings i guess because it's so fundamental we need to consider that we are sentient beings because we are Mm -hmm. we have a relationship right at the beginning when we're talking about it we have a relationship with trees, with grass, mm-hmm. with animals, with nature. So we are totally connected and that becomes our story. That's how we live mm-hmm. in our lives. So the de bit of that is a process that not just disrupts that, but mm-hmm. in a way dis- compromises every single relationship that you have as a yeah. human being. And you that destorialization not only disrupts that, but it traumatizes when you lose that connection or the ability to weave your story with something else or someone else, mm-hmm. you almost, be, you become isolated. The more isolated you become, the less story you create, which is completely different to being a human being, to being sentient. Mm-hmm. Everybody's creating that, the, the, the flower that that is growing in the in in the garden will twist and move towards the sun. You know, the the snail will have its you know its position locked and it will go to somewhere else. You know, everything has a purpose and a and a in connectivity. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a kind of ecosystem built around Mm -hmm. it. And once that process unravels that everything else starts to be compromised. What you believe, your system of belief, your who you value, who you don't value, uh, physically, there is that people will will develop disease. Mm-hmm. So there'll be all sorts of problems that will happen as a result of that. And emotionally, there is there is no balance. Mm-hmm. And so once that once that completely dis- is disrupted by whatever process, whatever group of people there are, they can put into the way that we connect. They can put into their dominant thinking. And mm. so we are now living someone else's story, story yeah. without any relationship to who we are. Mm. We're living that. And that story isn't us. No. It's not, there's no, there's no healing in that story. No. You know, there's no way that story allows us to speak our own language or, allows us to walk around path or you know, allows allows a woman to be a warrior, to be powerful, mm. to recognize which thing, or or a man mm. to be in service of a woman. There's no mm. none of that works. It's this man is supposed to be this and doing that and without a woman and a woman can do this and that without and the and the and the balancing between who you are, whatever gender you think you are, whatever part you're playing in this world, um, gets completely disrupted Mm -hmm. and the damage that does is not just a damage to you but it damages people who are going to come after you Mm -hmm. whether they're part of your your birth birthing as it were part you know children etc cousins but all of that affects people around you and it's a for me that is the most pernicious part of, of recognizing that we have the potential to do that, that we mm-hmm. can actively do that to another person, another human yeah. being, we can dehumanize them, mm. um, and, and do that for centuries. Mm. That is, um, and I guess that's what I'm fighting against. Wow. I think that's wrong. If there's anything mm-hmm. wrong in that life to dehumanize somebody else um, and leave them, Mm-hmm. Dehumanized. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. So yeah, spread the story, share the love. Mm-hmm.
0: Share. Well, it just shows <laughs> you the it just shows you the importance of the story. It just goes back to what we're saying. It's not just a story. It's not just your story. It mm-hmm. you literally have a, you know, it's the butterfly effect. You have that effect on everyone that you meet, everyone you encounter, everyone that knows you everyone that we're all so interwoven and like you said these the impacts of our stories last for generations to come so by reclaiming Absolutely. your own story and really i think in a world it, living in a world in a society which is constantly trying to erase and devalue your story reclaiming mm. your story and knowing your story and embracing your story and loving yourself because we also live in a world which is constantly telling you not to love yourself and to hate yourself and to you know feel mm. anything but self love and mm. self confidence um and mm. trust within um it's really it is a revolution because
1: yes of course
0: it's a complete act of defiance it's a complete re- you know rebellion against the systems that are in place which aren't really yes. working so wow mm. just just <laughs> doing that just doing that putting comments just doing that really it changes the world and it of just course. goes back to the sense of when you change yourself you are really changing the world and it absolutely. you know that quote be the change you want to okay. see in the world
1: absolutely and i think
0: storytelling is a great and embracing your own story is a an amazing part of that
1: absolutely absolutely oh. well said oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow it's so well interesting
0: said um Mm -hmm. so what advice would you give to someone trying to embrace and reclaim their story because i know there's probably a few people listening to this thinking my story like what my story, mm. like, what, where do I start? What do I, what, which yeah. bit, that bit or this bit? That bit was quite messy. Do I, is that part of the story? <laughs> well, how, how do we go about this? Because people are probably listening like, right? I've got a whole story to embrace. Like, where do I start? <laughs> um, what, what kind of mm. practical steps or advice would you give someone? Just kind of coming to terms, newly coming to terms with the fact that they've got a story. Mm. It does matter. Okay, what do they do mm. now?
1: This is, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's easy and difficult at the same time. I guess part of it is what do you do mm. that has a positive effect on somebody else mm. um, that you do easily, you know, mm. that you do easily? What is it that you do easily that has that positive effect? That's the first thing. And to really think about it, really think. Why do I do that so easily? Mm. You know? uh, and I think the other thing that's really important is to really think about where you feel comfortable. Mm. You know what the the, the you know, that's that's. Yeah, where you feel comfortable in doing this work, where you feel comfortable in doing something. So, for instance, if, you're, if all your friends around you um, always come to you to, for advice, question that. You know, why do they do that? Because there's something in you that they need that you do. Um, and I think that's really important just to hold on to that because there may be something from it. And yes. your purpose is being lit up by other people, yeah. yes yeah. Um, and you'll be the last one to know, but yes. I think you do, and that's the beginnings so of recognizing those things, yeah, in a way you 're re-storylizing yourself you mm. are because the story's ways. always
0: been there all along it 's like your life has mm. led you, all these little breadcrumbs, all your interactions, all your trials and errors they've all been mm. little breadcrumbs to you to your innermost self to your purpose which has always been there your power has always been there it's just like you said you're the last usually the last person to wake up to it it takes several people around you you know several Mm. breakdowns several you know moments of why am I here what is this life (laughs) to actually figure it out like oh okay I've had it all along I was wondering, you know, I got to do this and I got to get that. Not nothing wrong with studying and doing things externally, but I th- feel like yeah. we live in a world that has taught us to constantly go outside of ourselves. And I've said this probably before, and I'm probably going to keep saying it because it's it's getting on my nerves. We we live in a world that constantly tells us from the day we're born to go outside of ourselves to search. Mm outside of ourselves, to rely outside of ourselves, to look up to people outside of ourselves, everything outside, outside, and it it creates this separation, not only with us within Mm. ourselves, but it's like, as we figured out, we're living in this kind of individual, kind of toxically independent independent society, because I think it's great to be independent, but interdependence Mm. is a bit better. Um, absolutely but yeah this this notion that everything's outside of ourselves and then I think when you go on this journey with someone like yourself or just by yourself really looking at your life you realize wait a minute I have (laughs) all the answers along within me like I you know I I was already it like I I was born it I didn't have to go there do this do that get this much Mm -hmm. money it's like no Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're literally born nature is so perfect yes the you know nature god the universe source the most high whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it lives Mm -hmm. in all of us and we're all part of this whole so how Mm -hmm. could we be born anything but perfect with everything that we need so i think wow it really just shows you that you know all these looking at your life and almost taking an outside perspective and and thinking, okay, what am I? If if someone, um, you know, just viewed watched me for a few out hour, of twenty four hours or so, what would they notice? Because we we're so used mm-hmm. to ourselves that we don't even appreciate ourselves and our unique gifts. But meanwhile, everyone mm-hmm. around us is, you know, oh, they're great at advice. <laughs> oh, they always make me laugh. Or they they always know how to make me feel comfortable. Or they always make me mm-hmm. feel nurtured. Or they do you know what I mean? And it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. Like it's just that like you're waking up to yourself. You're like, "What? I had it. Like I always had it. It's silly me." And then it's like, "Okay." I and mean, then you can go on about the rest of your life with that knowing, and that oh, knowing yes. can never be taken away from you because it is you and it's in you. So,
1: mm, absolutely,
0: what a powerful, powerful journey for
1: for yeah, us all to go. Yeah, on. yeah absolutely, absolutely. Wow. So this is this is great fun just ranting away but uh, no, well, yeah, no, no, no 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 there's nothing this. that I don't think you're ranting I think it's a very beautiful philosophy that you are talking about you know that, that, that you wake up to yourself you wake up to your relationship with everybody on the planet you you begin to live in a particular way mm-hmm. which and out, as a result of that you will attract energies. You know, Mm. Some people, it's money. Some people attract relationships. Some people, you know. And interestingly, there are a lot of people who know that. Mm. A lot of people know that. If you're creating a business, the worst Mm. thing is to chase money. Mm. What you should be doing is creating your business. Mm. And it is the business that attracts money. So it's, Mm. in a way, money is just an energy. It's just another energy. There are some people some people who who are billionaires, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not as a result of, of them literally making money, it's them creating the facility for money to be created. And so mm-hmm. well, there are lots of opportunities, but if we know what we're supposed to do and do it, I don't know of anyone that, um, hasn't really created the impact. Mm. I don't know if anybody created the impact. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. What came into
0: my head was you can't you can't go wrong. When you're following your heart, you can't really
1: go wrong. You can't. You can't. You know, you just cannot, it's not possible. Mm. It's not possible. People who have gone back to say they were working in a job and then they recognize their story when they come back to the job, if the job allows them, they almost, they explode. And then the company explodes. Right, you know, they said, yeah. it, or they say, actually, this is, I have to leave because yeah. this isn't for me. So it's not a question of, I need to be in this job. You say, well, actually, yeah. I'm in this job for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Or I'm in this place for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not mutually excuses, that. You know I had to be a narrative coach or something that mm-hmm. I created a, a, a company I created the company because there wasn't anywhere else that I could do what I needed to do mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not a, a magnet or a you know a, a, some huge Will Smith or anybody else <laughs> I, you know I'm not that I, I created it because it needed to happen mm-hmm. um, and that and for me, when people say you're a businessman, well, I'm not sure that I'm a businessman, but it just I'm... happens
0: to have created a great business. But the foundation <laughs> yeah. really was, you know, you living in your purpose and absolutely. being true to yourself.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Wow, and that
0: is that is really ab- that is abundance, really. When we is you know what is abundance when we people automatically think of money when we talk about abundance, but I think the real abundance must be. Having that that foundation, that foundation in yourself, and that is the real abundance because you you are you're giving to yourself, mm. you're giving that to yourself every day. You're giving yourself permission to be the real you. You're giving mm. yourself permission to use your voice. You're giving yourself permission to grow. You're giving yourself permission to mm. be different or to be the change that you want to see or that you needed, and it's mm. like nothing but abundance can follow that because you are embodying abundance you know mm. it's like mm. wow I think people get mm. scared and no judgment because I've definitely been going through this process myself when you do it's like you wake up to that and then it's almost like okay but like it's almost like leaving the message like oh but what if it's not <laughs> what but what if what about money what, it, what oh. and then it's like oh a lot of it is ego and you're like no like doesn't care. <laughs> doesn't matter what people think like no one do you know what I mean and most likely people aren't even thinking badly about you anyway but it's all kind mm. of inside of us and like yeah. you said we're constantly we are constantly living out stories and I would say we're constantly even telling ourselves stories which is almost yeah. like this internal programming that we're all mm. hardwired with and if you're not programming yourself and not creating consciously creating your own stories like you said mm. earlier you're kind of you're opening yourself up for other people's programs, almost like a, a virus, A pro, yeah. you know, if you think about it, in a computer sense, to take over your system and start. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> absolutely.
1: <moving your> Hardware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that, 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 you can see that in everywhere. You can mm. see it. And sometimes you just got to say, there's nothing I can do about it, but I can see it. Mm. Unless that person does it. But yeah, absolutely. Let's do our own thing. Get our own stories together. Yeah, just amazing. Yes. amazing.
0: And you don't know the magic that's to come. Like Just like you oh, didn't no. know. You didn't know just by, you know, okay, I'm going to do storytelling. And I bet at the time that was quite you know probably, i would imagine it was probably quite out there and you know very. now we're quite, we're very now we're coming back to this kind of holistic way of living and yeah. embracing this you know embracing our spirituality connecting to our roots and our ancestors but at that time i doubt it was you know no. a common no. conversation or no. theme going on no. so it was it was it's like i
1: yeah, yeah 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 absolutely i remember one young person said to me um when I said to him, what do I, he asked me what I did. And I said, I'm I'm a storyteller. And the whole class of 30 people in this college just looked at everybody and thought, and you get paid to do that? And I said, yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing amazing. for the whole of that, an hour and a half session that they were really asking me, what is it that you do that you can't be just a storyteller? I said, I am. That's what i do i'm sorry (laughs) for an hour and a half they were asking stuff so i just thought oh
0: but how beautiful for them to have had that experience because everything's been so complicated really when you look at it everything's been so complicated like life just there's all this kind of frivolous meaningless activity and complication even just in terms of connecting to ourselves or you know, how to how to enjoy life, how to be happy, or how to be abundant, or how to connect to, or how to hear spirit. It's like, oh, we need to do this and this and that. And it's like, no, actually, it's all quite <laughs> simple. Strip <laughs> it back, come back to basics. It's just you yeah. and you. And yes. yeah. it's really simple, and everything else just <laughs> slumps <Yes>. into place.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, lovely, it's jubbly. really nice. Um,
0: so you talk a lot about um community and um elders as well i know you've run a a few workshops on um eldership and i know you play an active role as an elder in you know many different communities and i was just wondering you know what is the significance in your opinion of elders and community in today's society and, you know, is it people would probably think of it as outdated or we've lost it or it's just cultural. But what would you, what would you say about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a powerful, it's a really important part of who we are as human beings mm-hmm. and how nations uh, develop. Uh, and it's really quite, you know, quite critical that when you. I, I kind of see it as you talked about rites of passage mm-hmm. and. Um, writes a passage, a very important aspect, you know, you know, when you're a boy, you know, when you're a girl, you know, when you're a man or a woman, Mm -hmm. you know, these are really important aspects of the ending up as an ancestor. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, elders have a specific role, doesn't matter which country you go to, Mm -hmm. they have a specific role. In their community, and Mm -hmm. their specific role is to to be that extra family member, the person who has particular wisdom, that Mm -hmm. person that walks their walk. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you're an elder, you are supposed to be walking that walk. Mm -hmm. You know, if this is what you are doing, then I'm looking to you, you know if you say that people shouldn't smoke, but when I catch you outside, you're smoking away, mm. you know, how can I trust you? So an elder has a really critical part in the, 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 the both the uh, the support and the maintenance of a community, but also the teaching and the support of people younger um, than themselves, you mm. know, and, and to be giving information and wisdom, I mean, that's what you're supposed to be as an elder. Um, and many people, um, when they have to make those choices, when they have to say, um, when they have to be accountable, cannot Mm. be. Um, and we need people who are accountable, people who will say, um, It shouldn't be just the young people running up doing things. It should be the elders should be in the front Mm -hmm. line saying, Mm -hmm. you know, this is not going to happen to these young people. You're going to have Mm -hmm. to take me down first. You're going to have to deal with me. And Mm -hmm. those are what I think young people are looking for. They're looking for these people who are are saying what they're saying. They're walking the walk. Yes, um, embodying their,
0: you know, their philosophy, embodying it. Absolutely spewing it or preaching it they're actually living it and absolutely. being a living
1: example absolutely and that's what people are looking for even other elders are looking mm-hmm. for the, that permission yes. to, to do that um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's that's missing um, from huge units and, and other communities but also I think that's been compromised yes. in different places yes. um, very compromised so, yes. yeah, need elders, And
0: And it's that whole thing, it goes into, you know, the community because it's really, it takes a village, right? And yes, in the yes. village, there are elders and, yes. you know, they, like you said, they have impact for not only, you know, the adults, but the children and the people to come and that's impacting the next, you know, Absolutely. the next generations. And it's like yeah we really need is stepping away from this western Western kind of colonial mindset that oh we don't need community we don't need we do it all by ourselves and just kind of sticking to you know Mm. almost if when you stick to almost like your nuclear family i think that's quite damaging because there's only really so much Mm. that you know two parents can give you yes they can try their best but Mm. when you've got your parents two sets of grandparents then you've got great grandparents you've got aunties Mm. uncles you've got and Mm. not just that but there are also obviously like elders in community and Mm. you know Mm. many aunts and uncles in community that are not blood related but Mm. they step up and they show up and Mm. they're so you're it's like you've you've just kind of multiplied Yes. Oh, there's noise outside. Multiplied your wisdom intake, almost like your 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 food, your wisdom yeah, yeah. food, your brain food, or whatever you want to call it, from you know this tiny amount to a massive banquet yes. of stuff. Yes. Sorry, there's noise. Absolutely. Outside. Let me just close the door. <laughs> course, this right. this neighbourhood. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
1: excuse <laughs> the
0: noise. This
1: is. That's all right. That's really good. That's good. Yeah, um, I agree with yeah. absolutely everything you said. Absolutely Every, everything. It's,
0: it's vital, isn't it? And like you said, everyone's looking for that belonging, and everyone's looking for someone to look up to. So I guess it's in our best interest to how <laughs> um, to step up and have elders and to have community. Not not to not to rob ourselves of that because i think yes. in a sense we have in certain cultures and communities we have been robbed of that um just through history and it's like reclaiming that and really you know making a conscious effort to maintain that that mm. you know you know that that village mentality that village community that community that eldership it's just mm. it's just mm like it's just life-changing really and it you really see the, you really see the difference between people who have um this kind of have community and have elders and who don't and kind of is there's that honor and that respect there and I feel like definitely being from a mixed background noticing the difference between you know here and say Ecuador where elders are still very much respected and are very much you know, an integral part of community and of family life. They're not just—it's not just oh, you're old now. Like
1: mm-hmm. you
0: get, you go to a home. Like wash my hands of you. You're you're a bit annoying, or you're a bit too opinionated now, or grumpy. Mm. It's like mm-hmm. no, they're moved into the house. Yes. They're around. Then they're they're holding the babies and they're telling the babies the stories and they're the the babies are watching them cook and and how they go about things. And you know they the you know maybe the parents go to work and they're busy but the the elders and the and the ch- young children and the babies are together and they've and what I what I love is that what I just love about it is that they <laughs> on these two different spectrums of um two different ends of this of the cycle of life and <laughs> what I've noticed because I've worked with elderly people um in an old um, people's home in a, in a care home for people with um, mm. Alzheimer's and dementia and I've mm. also worked as a nanny with children and mm. the striking similarities between the two despite the <laughs> massive age difference is just ridiculous and they yeah. come out with the same brutal honesty the same sense of humor the same, <laughs> but they always tell you the truth because you know at this point yeah. they they haven't been conditioned enough to not tell the truth, so they' just say right. it as it is, and they're feeling their emotions rawly and they're learning everything and they're just uh, and experiencing it all and by mm. the time you get to this end of the cycle, it's like life's too short, I'm nearly gone <laughs> might as well just might as well just be truthful about it and they've they've learned through their life the you know the impact of you know compromising your truth and you know, yeah, not yeah. speaking your mind and whatever. And they got to the point where they're like, pff, pff, no thanks. I'd rather be <laughs> honest and they'll just tell you how it is. And so, both, I think you yeah. find both children and both el- elders, you know, are hilarious and the most refreshing people <laughs> to be around. Do honestly, do yourself a favor and be around some young children and some babies and be around you know, some elderly people towards, their, towards the yeah. end of their lives. And yeah. you just have a whole different perspective on life because they're so raw, <laughs> they're so honest. They're not going to be fake with you. They don't have time to be fake with you. They don't have the energy to be yeah. fake with you.
1: And it's so,
0: it's so refreshing. I think the middle bit, it all gets a bit confused. And the beginning and the end, they've, they've got it right. Feel what you're feeling, yeah. be honest. Be true. Don't take any yes. Yeah. And do what
1: you love. And <laughs> that's just be right.
0: yourself. Life is short. Absolutely. Do it. And I think it's just that absolutely. simplicity is so refreshing and so inspiring to me. Oh, so I've always loved wonderful. I've always loved children. I've always loved um elderly people because they're just yeah. the best people to be around. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. <absolutely. laughs> yeah, it reminds I've yeah. I I I had a very quick very quickly I don't when I was working in the hospital, the, um, there's a woman that I was asked to go and speak to and I, she sat there and she said to me, what do you want? And I said, well, you know, I, I've just been asked to be part of this. she says, what can you do for me? So I'm having this conversation with this person and, uh, she sits up and she, you know, she sits up and she says, right, okay, let's have a go. And I said, hold on a second. What, what, what's happening? And, uh, then she starts laughing. She's got two teeth in her mouth, you know, and she's laughing. She said, ah. And so we had that great conversation, uh, that beginning bit where I was thinking, <laughs> what's going on? And uh, it, works, it works out that she's 105. Wow. And 105. <coughs> and she just told me about her life. And I've just sat there and I thought, wow. 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 What an honour to, you know.
0: This is what we're me- missing as well. Like people, think people are a bit like, oh, elderly people. Oh, I got a bit boring. It's like no, there's so much. <laughs> think about how many years of life of experience they've been through. Like, it's just yeah. complete medicine and wisdom for your soul that you could just. The best you could do is just sit at the foot of an elder and just. Chat with them. Ask. Them. I've always been that <laughs> annoying, curious, you know, <laughs> granddaughter or you know, young one. Just why and why? and grandma?
1: What did why? You <laughs> did? and what did you do?
0: And what? And what was your parents like? And what was it like? And what was school like? And why did you think that? And when did you get married? And when did you have children? Wow. And when? Did, like oh. and I learned so much from that, and I'm so grateful I did do that. Especially I had the pleasure of meeting my hmm. great grandma in Ecuador, and you know, just hearing about her life and. You know, wow. hearing about her way of life, wow. and you know she had her first child at I think about fifteen or six. Was married at fifteen.
1: Wow. Had her first
0: child at sixteen. Had ten after that, and her stories. Wow. Just like just learning from her, and just th- this little five foot something woman with so much experience <laughs> and so much oomph and sass. I just oh, like yeah. there's so much to be learned, with my <laughs> elders. <laughs> yeah so
1: much <laughs> absolutely absolutely wow. you did a good job we need more <laughs> young people to do that to ask oh, All right. we we Need we more do. young people to ask we do. yeah wow they keep
0: these stories alive because you ask the elder their yes. stories it's their story then lives within you and you know, they haven't written it down mm. they don't have facebook and stuff in their days their story lives in you so it's almost like it's mm. almost your role as a young person, I would say is to continue those stories. And I think a lot of young people are a bit like, oh, they don't really realise, one, they have a part to play in this community, in this village, and two, one day they're going to be elders. So they're going to be ancestors. So start kind of acting accordingly so that the people to come can kind of see, have an elder to look up to, not just, oh, you know? So much responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Such a great absolutely. conversation. I can't disagree with anything you said. It's perfect. Perfect. Um yeah. so, that's the restorialization. No. Yes.
0: Restorialization. Yes. Um, mm. so just quickly, what is your favorite part about what you do? You kind of touched on it, but if you had to put mm. it into a, a couple of sentences. What's your favourite part about what you do? What, what do you love Ooh, most about gosh. it? I bet mean, it's probably hard, actually. It's probably a lot of things.
1: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what do I love about, really love about doing it? Um, I guess it's easy to be me. Mm. Because that's all I'm working with. Oh. Um, I don't have to be anybody else wow. I can be as flawed as whatever it is that I'm working on in myself is gonna come out in my work mm. and it, it, there's no there's no um, yeah 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 I can be me and the more me I am mm. the more powerful the work mm. I think I what well, if, if I was gonna pick one thing I would think is a privilege just to walk around being me. Yes,
0: wow. In a world full of people that we're constantly having to put on these masks and these different personas to fit into these different places, different corporations. And it's like to wake up every day and not have to put a mask on and to actually show up as yourself and be appreciated for that, rewarded for that and
1: (laughs) enriched by
0: that, it's like,
1: (laughs) <laughs> that is the best. That is
0: really you've mastered your life yeah. in a way because yeah. so many people are going around being something that they're not. So yeah. and it's exhausting. It really is. Let's yeah. be honest. We've all done it. It's exhausting. Yeah. 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 So to be yeah. able to Absolutely. to gift yourself that that space and that trust and that freedom to be yourself, your real self, unfiltered, mm. you know completely authentic completely real completely you fully mm. and powerfully unapologetically you that no. is real success to me right really. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah so wow
1: thank you wow
0: hats off yeah, to you honestly cuz wow <laughs> wow amazing yeah
1: i'm still working at it but yeah. I, I i like what i like what um, i like what it's doing so far mm-hmm. really nice <laughs> very cool
0: and um, Ooh. last but not least we would be really honoured or I'd be very honoured um, if you could give us a little taste at a story Um I'm sure many people have not had a professional you know storyteller little do we know we've been hearing stories all the time but um, yeah, if you could give us a little story. I we've, I've really loved this conversation. I really hope people f- are feeling inspired to reclaim their stories and reclaim themselves and um, stepping into their power and their purpose. And I'm sure pe- many people are going to have a lot of food for thought after this conversation and hearing what you do. Um, but yeah, mm. so if you could give us a little... Tell us a, tell a story. That would be tell us amazing. A story. Just, just a few... Mm. A few minutes
1: would be great a few minutes yeah okay okay so um i guess uh, the you know i i love the water woman i want to do the water woman but i probably shouldn't do the water woman but it, it, if that's okay with you i love the water
0: yeah i love that i love that one okay.
1: perfect perfect okay yeah. so <clears throat> the water woman when the orange sun-baked path meets the azure lake, the water woman comes. She walks along this orange sun-baked path towards this azure lake and as she walks she takes her long dress and she ties it in a big knot to her side. And she takes her long hair and weaves it above her head, walks into the water and greets the sun. Three years, three months, three days, 300 people come to see the water woman greet the sun. On the seventh year of the seventh month of the seventh day, 700 people come to see the water woman greet the sun. And out of the crowd, her little six-year-old girl runs to the water she quickly takes her long dress ties it to her side and then she takes her hair and she weaves it above her head so quickly and then walks into the water and says what next and the water woman says the water will guide you and then she says what more and she says the sun will educate you and with that the water woman turns she unties the knot of her dress and let it fall to her legs. And she unweaves the hair above her head until it cascades to her side. And she walks along the orange, sun-baked path to where the blue sky meets the horizon.
0: Wow. So thank you so much. You know, I've been, I don't really know what to say after this conversation, your beautiful storytelling. Just thank you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your role that you play so beautifully in community. Thank you for reminding us of the power of our stories and of ourselves. And yeah, thank you for being you basically. Thank you for joining me today. It was such an honor to have you here. Um, if anyone would like to, you know, contact you or is interested in what you're doing, or if you have any events, could you let um, yep. us know where, you know, if there are any coming up? Or yeah. I will link your
1: website yeah. below. I will... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually use the website. Um, the website's being developed as we speak, and oh. even more so. But yes, give me an email. Um, my email is Eli at StoryAid.uk. dot mm-hmm. uk. Um, or, in point of fact, you know, get find. You can Google me, and you'll definitely find out StoryAid anywhere. No, Google me, me. yeah. Google yeah. Me. So I'm you fame. can, yeah. Once, want... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Story StoryAid is famous. I'm not. It's uh, StoryAid. Um, uk, and you'll find you'll find different things happening that I'm involved in. Um, yeah, just go to the website and you can sign up. it will be good. So yes. Definitely, thank you so thank you. much. Oh, oh <laughs> Lily, you are a star. Blessed, blessed. Anything I can do, I'll be there wow. I'll, I'll, I'll to support you.
0: Thank you so really. much. Thank you so much for today, this conversation and your role in my story as well, because it's really mm. played a part for me getting to where I am today. So thank you. Thank um, you. My pleasure. Thank you Good everyone work. for listening. Look at your story, (laughs) embrace your story and power up.